0: Welcome to another episode of Sheebie-Jeebies, brought to you by Eternally Bored Productions. I'm very sorry for that shitty opening. I didn't have anything really witty planned for it, so I just thought I'd uh, intro with the theme from today's movie, which uh, is Gremlins, if you haven't noticed. As always, we are the podcast uh, for horror fans, by horror fans, and about horror fans. And once again, I'm still your host, Sam Carlson. Until I can enter the pupil stage and emerge as a gremlin. And who do I have with me today?
1: Uh, don't feed me after midnight, chris.
0: <laughs> Although, yeah, you're not, ex- you're not eating after midnight, but you are eating before midnight. What do you got over there?
1: Uh, since we're celebrating Christmas-themed horror movies, I have a bit of a uh, pecan pie.
0: By a bit, he means a, a bit. It's handheld.
1: Yes. I mean, to be fair, in my hands, normal pies look kind of small, but this is actually a gas station uh, brand uh, pecan pie.
0: It's like a one bite for you. Pretty much. Would you do that on air?
1: Uh, No, then I won't be able to talk anymore. Oh, that makes sense now. You wouldn't want to be talking anymore. (laughs) Fuck you.
0: (laughs) Uh, So we're doing uh, a... Month, yeah, a month. December is going to be our December to Dismember. It's our month of Christmas horror movies. And this is going to be part of it. And we're not sure where in the lineup it's going to be. So, surprise. If you're following me on social media, I'm talking about it and you'll figure it out from there.
1: Surprise, it's January.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we're all very busy in December. December, Both me and uh, producer Jay are going to be moving Which is always a good time, like right before a major holiday. Yeah. That's always when I seem to move, though. Um, Hopefully the podcast will still be happening. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But yeah, Gremlins from 1984, the year of my birth. It opened uh, the day that Ghostbusters came out. Uh, Middle of uh, June. June 8th, I believe it was. Uh, And um, Chris, what's this movie about?
1: Uh, It's about an hour and a half, I think, or... Right, right. Oh what, what movies about yes 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 fine Crickets. um the movie is about uh, essentially we're, we we decided we liked the idea of that Looney Tunes cartoon from the 1940s about gremlins and we' were like let's make a horror movie out of that
0: and then later in the sequel we put it in uh, so yeah we've got the uh, the town of Kingston Falls in is it New York or is it in a different state
1: I feel like it's just like the Northeast. yeah as you know, much snow is falling in this place.
0: Yeah, because Mr. Wing Shop, where uh, we find Gizmo, uh, that is definitely in, in Chinatown in New York.
1: Yes, yes, because, yes. Yeah,
0: and the sequel, you know, Clamp is trying to get his land.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, we will be talking about Gremlins to the New Batch because you can't discuss the first one without discussing the second. It's like you can't drink one beer. You have to finish the six pack and maybe have a seventh. That, but that was just, you know, my Saturday night. So <clears throat> Kingston Falls. We've got this dude, uh, Peltzer. What's his name? What's Billy's dad's name? I forget.
1: Uh, Peltzer sounds right. That's their last name. Oh, his first name. Uh, Crazy. Kooky. Uh, uh, Inventor arc stereotype from the 1980s.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's like he was trying for like, honey, I shrunk the kids, but just couldn't get there, man. Because I think he was also focused too much on not just inventing shit but also selling shit. Yes. You know, you kind of, you've got to take one road. You can't do both.
1: Because I ought to be the door-to-door salesman and the crazy inventor at the same time.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't really make sense because how are you supposed to have any scientific integrity? You know, you can't work out theories and make inventions and then also be a snake oil salesman? Randall. Randall. Randall, okay. And, uh, oh, that's right, Randall Peltzer. But in the the credits, it's only like Rand Peltzer. And that just made me think of Rand Paul. Well, come on, the, name me another Rand. Uh, do not say Ayn Rand.
1: Oh, that's the like only the Rand that really. Exists. That's a last name. It uh, is and it's a first name. I think it's why he's called Rand Paul.
0: Ayn Rand Paul. Yes. <laughs> that's what I wasn't expecting. Such a lengthy first name.
1: I ran so far away.
0: Oh my God! It's gonna be. It's gonna be like this the whole hour, folks. Okay, so. Randall wanders into uh, Mr. Wing's little shop of curiosities in Chinatown, uh, in New York, when he's on a business trip, trying to sell things to feed his family. And his I have so many questions about that later. Like, that family dynamic is a little fucked up. Because, like, Billy works at a bank, and he's clearly helping pay the bills at home, and he still lives at home. I'm like, come on, Randall. Get it together. You should be retired by now, but you're still having to go out and sell your shitty inventions everywhere.
1: The bathroom buddy.
0: A smokeless ashtray, though that, that,
1: that created all the smoke and almost smoked out the uh gas station tender guy, anyway. That's that's a way later in the movie about his failed inventions.
0: I don't even remember seeing that part. I was just like, Smokeless ashtray sounds amazing, I could use one of those. So he wants to buy Gizmo, this little Mogwai thing, and Gizmo is the name that Randall gives it because he's just obsessed with inventions, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Wing doesn't want to sell it to him. But then Mr. Wings, I guess, maybe shop boy or grandson could be both uh, meets Randall in the alley and Randall pays like something like stupid, like what, $200, $200 $200 and and
1: 84 money, 84 money money.
0: for this thing. And it's like, you don't even know what it is. The only thing is there are just like three rules that you have to follow, which we all know, like don't get it wet. Bright light will kill it and never feed it after midnight. How do you keep this thing alive?
1: Uh, It's kind of like, um, I've had some, you know, theories in my head kind of reversing. So I think it's kind of like a reverse plant um, to where when it gets wet, it reproduces asexually. Um, So it's like they're kind of advanced uh, herb or uh, mold kind of stuff that existed in the Chinese deserts. So that they got their...
0: My geography is so bad, I didn't even know there were deserts in China. Oh, yeah.
1: The Mojave Desert. Are you serious? Yeah. There's a huge deserts in The, the Mojave in is in
0: California. Mojave, I grew no, up not in not Barstow. Not it's in the Mojave. Not
1: Mojave. All right, fine. I, 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 I'm I, I sorry. Co- I'm going to call you out on it. the wrong desert. Yes, it's fine. Call me out on it. I quoted the wrong desert. But there is a huge desert in China. Anyway, uh, there are a lot of creatures that live in deserts that get their moisture from eating things.
0: Yeah, that's also kind of like why I'm confused. Well, not confused, because I mean... The whole thing about not getting it wet—there mm-hmm. have to be some caveats to that rule. Like, uh, if you're consuming, uh, if you're consuming food, and mm-hmm. uh, it's going to have some amount of water in it, you're right. But it's yes, like, yes. so taken internally
1: mm-hmm.
0: via food, yes, w- that's an okay, that's an acceptable, a- acceptable form of moisture.
1: Yes, exactly, because you're taking it. And also, when they drink later, oh, uh, Golby Desert is Golby Desert in China. Uh, but anyway, so um, they're drinking beer <clears throat> later, and I know the main ingredient in beer is water. Yeah. So uh, I think it's just ingesting water as opposed to just getting exposed to water that starts their activation process of budding.
0: Okay. I like how you have a term for it.
1: Yes. Uh, and then um, they probably were a subterranean kind of stuff, which is why exposing the light causes them uh, to die because they get overexposed. They over, it's like, uh, I guess, over-absorbing things they need so they can get exposed to small amounts of light and be fine. But, like, overexposing... Yeah. Is, is, <clears throat> and then the feeding after midnight is, um, I think it's part of... Midnight, I think, is just a common term for, like, feeding them in the middle of their REM cycle. So if they're awake past what they're supposed to be, if they consume uh, nutrients at that point will cause them to go into the final stage. Interesting. So, so you're keeping them in the lava stage which is the cute likes to sing song stage. True. I am overthinking the fuck out of this terrible movie. <laughs> it's not terrible. It was it's great not a great movie. No, 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 I'm sorry. Movie. I'm used to reading terrible movies with you. Fucking terrible oh, that thank you. But no, it's a good movie for once. So I'm overthinking this movie. For once.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Gremlins is great but uh, I was also doing some thinking about this because, you know, I was thinking allergic to sun, vampires, mm-hmm. and can't have water. I don't know what that... What what cannot live without water besides, like, a rock?
1: But also, I was going to say, uh, okay. vampires can't cross uh, moving bodies of water. Like streams and stuff.
0: Oh, my God. They might actually be vampires or related to vampires. So, but then, as far as, you know, they have asexual reproduction and... This is something, you know, we notice mostly... Also green blood? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe they're... Not maybe part vegetable, because there's a vegetable gremlin in the sequel. Yes. (laughs) That's all vegetables. Also, I'm wondering, you know, if you just stuck that fucker in a very big blender, could you drink that gremlin smoothie? I don't know. Because, I mean, I feel like if you're going to be a vegetable gremlin, probably everything's a vegetable. Like your bones turn to cellulose. Yeah.
1: Could be. I mean, like, cellar balls kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but does that be, then, vegan?
0: Hmm. That's a great question.
1: Because at what point of the vegan life is cognizant life?
0: Well, I mean, plants are technically alive, and they, yes. ha- they, they have some amount of sentience. Yes, they do. I guess it's just a matter of, like, how sentient is a thing before you, before you can't eat it? So... How far along does a woman have to be pregnant before you could technically eat like an aborted fetus? The, hey, I just want to know. I'm just asking saying. the real questions. And it just got real quiet, making making the two dudes and two dudes in the room really uncomfortable. Like, Ooh, we're talking about eating abortions now. This is going to be bad.
1: It's, it's the right seasoning would be fine.
0: The right see What would you season that with? I don't know. It's-
1: if you consider it like long mm, pig, furry.
0: what long pig? Well, that's
1: that's human humans it's considered it's called well, long yeah, pig. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. So
1: it would just need like typically pig spices. So like cayenne, uh, sweet uh, spice like pineapple, a little bit of smoky stuff to it.
0: Fetus chops and applesauce. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. You know, maybe if you just get the head. Well, I think if you've already gotten the head, it's too sentient. But what if it doesn't have a brain? Does that count?
1: I think it's what vegans come down to is no brains.
0: Yeah, but it's like, what if you have to abort something and you've only got the head, but it doesn't have a brain in it?
1: Uh, it only grew just a head.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't. I don't know how science works.
1: <laughs> science is terrible.
0: Yeah, we're getting way too off topic already.
1: When, when do we not?
0: Uh, I know. Especially because I'm drinking a beer, and you know what happens when I'm drinking a beer. I'm also drinking a delicious Shiner Frost. If anybody from Shiner Bach is listening and they'd like to sponsor me after that eating eating aborted fetuses uh, gimmick, yeah, you know, hit us up. Social media details later. <clears throat> uh, but one of the other things about how they uh, reproduce is uh, when you get the gremlins wet, they start um, the bubbles on their back start forming with tinier gremlins. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you were uh, reminding me—that's you know how uh, how. I mean, frogs don't aren't don't uh, reproduce asexually, but you see them carry the tadpoles in their back in a similar fashion.
1: Yeah, there are certain breeds of frogs that actually have those kind of similar bubbles on the back where the tadpoles live in.
0: Long-haired frogs? <laughs> Siamese frogs? Yeah, fuzzy frogs. Fuzzy frogs, I know, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking vampire frogs of some sort.
1: There you go. That's
0: the closest I can get. I mean, you can't really narrow it down. So... <clears throat> Randall buys this uh, little mogwai, cute little fucker, voiced by Howie Mandel, uh, from Mr. Wing, takes us home to Billy, his kid, played by Zach Galligan, as a Christmas present. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know, uh, Billy's totally into it, and he works at a bank. He's trying to romance Phoebe Cates, who happily is, like, her name's also Kate, so it must be really easy for her to remember on set. And uh, then all of a sudden shit goes down because Corey Feldman spills some water on Gizmo and these little little fuzzballs start popping off of him, and then they reveal themselves to be more mogwai and we've already broken that first rule. We didn't really break the bright light rule at this point. We just know better. Oh no because, we did. We well, did. Uh,
1: when the mom tried taking a photo of him he's like oh bright light bright light so like these things are cognizant and can repeat languages they hear.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's just the fact that uh uh Mogwai from what I was reading in the trivia, Mogwai is, is Chinese for like um devil or demon or whatever. Uh it's Cantonese. I don't know how to say it properly in Chinese because that's not a language I learned to master.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: so um where was I going with this? Bright light. Yeah. I think it's mostly that Mogwai just know Chinese and they have to learn English. Or at least that was Gizmo. Because, I mean, you know, Mr. Wing's probably talking Chinese around him all the time. That's how he was raised. The other gremlins, though, they pick up lingu- uh, English very quickly. Probably because, you know, hey, they're just freshly hatched and that's all <laughs> that he, they're hearing.
1: And they spawned off the gr- the Mogwai who knew English.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh it's a good point.
1: Oh, so go back to Mr. Wing. Uh, I looked, I was, saw some trivia on him. It's interesting. Uh, this is this fir- that actor's first time acting since the 1950s, uh, where he was in the Charlie Chan detective series as number one son.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, um, he was in his uh, mid 80s when he was doing this mm-hmm. and they actually had to put makeup on him to make him look older. Yes. Because he had aged so well.
1: Hmm.
0: I wonder if that dude's still alive. Probably not. Never mind. I just realized mid 80s and 84. Probably not. Yeah. Even if you're Chinese.
1: 30 plus years ago.
0: Yeah. So how is it that they come to eat after midnight? Is because the uh, the clock gets unplugged, right?
1: Uh, No, uh, it's actually uh, more likely Stripe, uh, who's the leader, like the first, the biggest one to come off of Gizmo. Uh, He kind of assumes leadership roles. Um, He looks like he kind of rips or bites through the cord. It kind of like it pulls the cord out. Looks like from not not from the uh, uh, from the oh, nice. excuse me guys uh, not from the wall, but actually disconnects it like electronically. Yeah, those and things. you can see you know, exposed wires.
0: That's a classical gremlin thing. When we say that you know there's a gremlin, it's usually in relation to some to electronics.
1: Oh, exactly. Uh, and that was started out in the 19 uh, like during World War II about like things breaking down. It's like oh, it's those damn gremlins breaking things down, <clears throat> which was part of the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon the 1940s. That's why you saw a lot of Looney Tunes stuff here. Besides it being a Warner Brothers movie, there's a lot of Looney Tunes stuff everywhere as a kind Mm. of, I think, callback to the basis of Gremlin.
0: Yeah. And uh, this is also a very appropriate time for us to be recording Gremlins, even though we don't know when this is going to be out on the interwebs because we just entered a Mercury Retrograde yesterday. And Mercury Retrogrades are famous for fucking with things like regarding communication, transportation. Mostly they're going to affect you more if you're... Uh, ruled by a planet like Mercury, which, as a Virgo, I am, so I'm going to be fucked for the next three or four weeks. Uh, Geminis don't have a better time of it either. They've got Mercury uh, in there as well. But
1: I don't, I don't care what planet is in Gatorade.
0: What? God damn it. Yes, I saw that meme too. <laughs> Fuck. I wish this was a visual podcast. It would make more sense sometimes.
1: Yeah, true. They get to see all the freaking eye rolls I get from all the terrible puns.
0: Yeah, that's true. They could see my exasperation. So they get fed after midnight and they turn into gremlins. That's basically how this movie goes.
1: Well, they turn into the um, people stage with turning into the eggs.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was just I was skipping the boring cocoons.
1: Oh, you're skipping the part with the uh, high school scientist he's hanging
0: out with. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot they took one of the one of the mogwais to him. Did he give him a Snickers? Was that what I was Yes. Yeah, okay. Like, so,
1: like, uh, they take him to the high school site. It's, I think, like, the only black guy in town. Um, well... Yeah, northeast, yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, he's doing experiments on the uh, the one Mogwai, because like, let's, let's hit him again with water.
0: No, stop. <laughs> stop doing that. It's a terrible idea.
1: Exactly. So... Um, He's doing experiments on them, and then, like, the um, he's he, he, he that's all the other thing. He leaves the extra Mogwai with the, the guy, but doesn't explain the rules to him. He's like, Oh, yeah, here's the one rule about not getting them wet because I'll make one for you. But All those other two rules are not that important exactly. Nah, fuck it, fuck it, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, you'll figure it out. They're pretty intuitive, <laughs> exactly. You're a scientist, you, you can figure it out.
0: Yeah, you're smart, man.
1: So, anyway, so yeah, uh, the uh, Gremlin, the Mogwai, uh, steals his. Uh, Sandwiches he's uh, working late at night like like 2 a.m. or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah Like why are you still in this high school? He was in high school, That the teacher, right? That was, was he like taught. high
1: school, middle school, like junior high, something like that? Yeah,
0: I feel like maybe, I feel like it has to be like high school because otherwise Billy's hanging around with Corey Feldman and Corey Feldman's like in middle school then, like you have already graduated, you have a
1: job. Well, I think it's like junior high, so it's like Corey Feldman's like a freshman kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I feel like, yeah, Corey Feldman's like a freshman in high school mm-hmm. and he hasn't hit puberty yet, that's yes. all. You know, it's just a little late to the game, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but so he's in this, in this high school lab, and he, does he discover, like, the cocoon, and it's empty, or what?
1: Oh, no, no, so he discovers, like, the, uh, that's why he comes to the pupil stage, about how they turn to the egg, because uh, it happens at the same time it happens at uh, Billy's house. Um, so he, he comes back to the school the next morning, oh, shit, the big egg thing, and then uh, on the last day of school before uh, Christmas vacation, uh, it starts getting out. And then it escapes uh, uh, as he's trying to get all the, the students out of the classroom because he's storing this motherfucking thing in the same classroom the students are in. And then he's like, oh, where the hell's it at? And he's like, oh, it's probably hungry still. So he pulls out a Snickers because, you know, you're not you when you're hungry. Oh,
0: God. I can't believe that Snickers just didn't want to even try to try to get the rights to Gremlins just for that great commercial. Uh, now that I've said it, it's probably going to be like the next Super Bowl commercial that Snickers does. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. How old is okay, so next year will be the thirty-fifth anniversary of Gremlins. That's a perfect time. We need that Snickers commercial.
1: Are you revealing your age to us at this time?
0: I wouldn't be talking. You're older than I am. This is it true? Jay might be older than you though. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> Not for sure anyway. Anyway, so um Does he kill does he kill the high school teacher? Mm-hmm. We don't really get to see he's a lot of. He's the first death.
1: death. I mean, you see Melee death off camera, but he's the first actual death because he's going under and trying to hand a Snickers to the gremlin. He gets pulled under and his head oh, disappears underneath
0: there. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, this is how we got our PG-13 rating. Everything's off screen, mm-hmm. uh, and um, it's so weird because it's like it's a violent movie, but no, but there aren't that many actual deaths, and you're not seeing anybody bleed that much. You know, you've got like. Battle wounds, but you're not seeing any bloody deaths. Exactly.
1: If it bleeds, we can kill it. What if it bleeds
0: green? Can we still kill it? We might as well. Yeah. Okay, so it's after that time that we get the rest of the gremlins. Yes. Or at least we see them. And it, during this scene, this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie, is when Billy's mom goes up to investigate the strange noises coming from her son's attic bedroom. <laughs> and it comes up there and sees all those cocoon... Well, they're not cocoons anymore. Well, they're hatched.
1: Before but. that, when, she's, before she, when she hears it, she's downstairs making Christmas cookies. It's like, oh, there's a strange noise up in the attic. Pulls out her long knife. It's like, it's got a stab, motherfucker.
0: Dude, again, that family has some weird dynamics going on because both Billy and his mom are like like are thrust into this situation and they become, like, professional killer, like, killers immediately. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and I wonder if part of that is just, like, sort of this repressed anger against Randall because he's clearly not supporting the family. Oh, yeah, like,
1: letting out all this uh, pent-up rage of all these years is, like, finally! Yeah. Lit.
0: yeah, exactly. And so she goes up there she sees the empty egg sacs, I don't want to call them egg sacks. empty cocoons, the little leavings, whatever you mm, want to call them. The leavings. The leavings, yes. And then she goes back down. And is that I'm I'm assuming like all three of those gremlins, all three, yeah, all Five. three of the well, I meant the ones that she killed. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, true. Sure.
0: Yeah, all three of the gremlins that she kills are in the kitchen. Yes. This bitch. Is, okay, Billy's mom is a bad bitch, you guys, cuz this is how she dispatches with them. She stabs one, like multiple times, and leaves it to bleed to death on the cutting board on the counter. And you can tell because that thing's still twitching around a little bit at the end of the scene. But after she gets her rid- done with that one, she notices one that's in her like her really nice KitchenAid mixer. Uh, and it was like a food processor. It looks like a ki- like a KitchenAid mixer to me, but Uh-oh. I don't know because I just saw the steel bowl, so I could be totally wrong. And she just presses the button and purees the shit out of that mofo. And then there's the other one, the one that's uh, like he's taunt, not taunting her. But he's, like, he's, he's kind of like
1: hanging out on the counter. Kind yeah, of he's
0: like hanging out on the counter and she sprays something in his eyes. And for a while, I thought it was like Christmas tree flocking because it comes out all white and foamy. No comments, no comments. And then like shoves it into the microwave, turns on the microwave and, like, nukes this thing like a San Antonio mom nuking her kid. Seriously. Hey, it happened, guys, okay? It's not an urban legend.
1: Don't don't move here, please. Don't microwave your children,
0: please. Babies oh. don't go in the microwave. They contain metal.
1: See, I was gonna make a Scanners reference, but... geez.
0: Nah. Go big or go home.
1: <laughs> That's when it got dark.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, I thought it was Christmas tree flocking, but she sprays it in the eyes of this thing. And it turns out it's flea and tick spray, which is probably going to sting worse. And then microwaves it to death. And that's like, Jesus, what's wrong with you?
1: Gotta make it suffer first.
0: Yeah. And then she gets attacked by the one in the Christmas tree Mm -hmm. when she goes out to the living room. Yes. And that looked, that was a really, that was a really cool scene. It looked like this tree was alive and trying to eat her. Excellent use of effects. But luckily, Billy comes in right when, you know, this thing's getting the upper hand on her. And he takes a sword because of, they decorate their house with swords for Christmas. I mean, okay.
1: It's, it's not just for Christmas. It looks like they're part of the decoration set of the house. And they already made reference to the swords twice before that. So it's very much Chekhov's gun with these swords because they fell off the wall twice they fix them. So he knew exactly what the swords were, so he grabs it, and Highlander's the fuck out of that gremlin.
0: Oh, man, dude. I thought he... At first, I thought he just, like, wailed the whole gremlin into the fire. No. He decapitates this gremlin's head in Highlander style. There can only be one, bitch. <laughs> that head goes flying into the fire. And it's like, Jesus, what's I mean, you wrong see, like, with like, this family? the log. I know. I just need some chestnuts in there. Actually, there were some chestnuts by the fireplace. I'm I mean, pretty sure. They were in the,
1: sure. um, the, 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 the stocking. stocking.
0: Yeah, yeah, the stocking that fell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I've, I mean, okay, so we've killed these four gremlins, but there's still Stripe who appears. And he is, like, he is my, one of my favorite gremlins anyway. I, you know, Mohawk in the second one, not bad, not bad. Stripe's a fucking asshole. He's, he just like starts blowing his nose on the drapes.
1: Like, like he's literally like, ah, you caught me. Blows his nose to the drapes and Fuck runs. Fuck you, buddy. And just runs out the window, like crashes. I know. He very much was that cat from the hand.
0: Yes, exactly. If anybody has seen the hand, there is a scene where this, or a cat just like crashes through a glass window for no reason. Doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing here. I like to think, oh, you know what? Maybe Joe Dante was a big fan of Oliver Stone and that's his homage there you go yep figured it out figured it out alright so then we get to the meat and potatoes of this movie which is just like mayhem occurring in this town mm-hmm. and it's fun as fuck
1: oh yeah cause Stripe run, runs away to the YMCA and is like I know what makes me more of me and jumps into the pool
0: <laughs> and holds his nose
1: yeah like a little cannonball formation like
0: Meh. dude and that and that water just turns bright green it looks great. And starts bubbling and smoking.
1: Like they dumped like 15 tons of dry ice into this pool look like.
0: Right. Oh, my God. And so then Billy sees sees that happening. He's like, nope, I'm not sticking around for this. D-
1: d- fuck this, I'm out.
0: I think that's about the time he goes to the police station.
1: Oh, yeah, he tries to go to the police station to explain, like, okay, these tiny little things that cause rampaging stuff. They, 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 look, they, they, they clawed at my hand.
0: Yeah, they attacked my mother.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and of course, what's I love this. Both the sheriff and the deputy are drunk. At one point, they have to argue over who's going to drive the car.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm too drunk to drive.
0: Yeah, and then there's that part where the sheriff, the sheriff and the deputy are sitting in the in the uh, in their patrol vehicle, and there are some gremlins that are kind of like up near the side of the window, and the deputy is like really sketched out, probably because he's like. He's fucked up, and he wants to get out of there. <laughs> you know he's too drunk for this, but it's like the sheriff, who is also pretty well toasted. He's just like choosing to ignore this situation. Just like rolls up the window.
1: And the gremlin's like, man, like he's like giving a, a grin, gremlin like kind of like silly face in the window, he's like ah, I see you.
0: Yeah, and then the gremlin cuts their brakes anyway, and yeah, crash exactly. later. So whatever, that's what you get. And then there's uh, so after that, we get all these new gremlins, and they're assaulting the town. And they go to the one of the. OK, so Kate, Phoebe Kate's this character, she works at the bank with Billy, but she also works as a waitress at this pub called Dory's. And, you know, the, all the gremlins decide to go there. It's probably the only bar in town, to be honest. She was a
1: waitress at a cocktail bar. A cocktail bar.
0: <sighs> I don't think I think I don't think you can call Dory's a cocktail bar.
1: It was Dory's or Dory? It, like it was some, Dory's. It's some kind an of Irish name.
0: Finding Dory's yeah yeah, just keep drinking, just keep drinking. And for some reason, she continues to serve gremlins there.
1: Oh yeah, like she's trying to light their cigarettes, you know, trying to pour all the beers for them. Um, oh, we also forget about the the, the almost love triangle between Billy. Um, oh yeah,
0: Judge Reinhold is yeah. In the this honorable Judge second. Reinhold
1: is barely in this movie.
0: Yeah, apparently there was like a scene that ended up getting cut out where he goes crazy inside of a bank vault. Mm. Well, it makes a lot of sense. He did make Zondalee. And if anybody wants to go YouTube that, good luck.
1: I'd rather Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Oh, not bad. So, and, and so she's got this other job at Dory's and that's where all the gremlins are. They're drinking, they're having a great time. Uh, luckily... Billy does come to save her in the nick of time before... Was one of them going to shoot her? Because yes. for some reason, the gremlins have gremlin-sized guns that actually fire. But they also fire tiny bullets.
1: Well, they fire bullets. They do make guns of different calibers and smaller sizes. Uh, but also, she figures out before that about like the Polaroids like, flashing them. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she's kind of like making her escape. And then he comes with the bright lights uh, um, of the, his little um, VW bug.
0: Oh, my God, that thing. And then we have to get to the fe- the Futtermans. Oh, we have to talk about them, because when you brought up VW Bug, all I could think of is Murray Futterman, one of their neighbors who drives a snowplow. The original Mr. Plow, if you will, who he was a World War Two vet, correct?
1: Yes, he's a World War Two vet.
0: All right. He hates anything foreign. And yeah, his snowplow is a Kentucky harvester. So, mm-hmm. OK, good. U.S. brand made, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a snowplow gal. And he was talking shit about that BW bug because it never runs. I don't think a
1: snowplow exists.
0: (laughs) We use them for sand. They're sand plows now. We've we've got that down here on the beaches. We're fine. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So uh, we get to... uh, We're going over the Futtermans at this point. After the whole thing at the bar. And... They drive his fucking snowplow through the living room. The gremlins, I mean. Yeah. Not Billy and Kate. That'd be weird, though.
1: Oh, exactly. And, like, you, you think they die off-screen because, the like, somebody calls in to the sheriff's office while Billy's there. It's like, oh, oh no, the Futtermans. Like, they make, like, a reference to the Futtermans, something happening to them. But they don't exactly say what happens to them.
0: Yeah, but, you know, the Futtermans call the police. There is a, a brief scene where that's mentioned, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless I made that up. I could have made that up. Probably not. Mm. Okay. And, you know, all I could think of is watching this. You know, if y'all rebooted Gremlins, which fuck, don't do. It's a perfect movie. Then don't give them ideas. I'm just saying, if they were going to reboot Gremlins, you know, it would be like Murray Maga Futterman over there. He would have that red ass hat and everything. Oh my God, he'd be so obnoxious. But I think, you know, in this case, he just has PTSD and he hates all foreigners.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's kind of all that lovable vet. That lovable
0: crazy. racist vet.
1: I mean, they say every family has one. Let's see World War II. Hmm? Especially World War II kind of Oh, says. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I feel like he would want to kill these things more than anybody because they're Chinese. And he you know he doesn't know the difference between Chinese and Japanese. Well, also,
1: he doesn't know like Asian in general. So I don't think he knows that these Mongwags are Chinese in general. He just sees like, oh, tiny green creatures trying to assault me.
0: I know. That's true. Build that wall. Build that wall, Murray. Okay, so Futtermans are fine. As I, I'm not even talking into the mic at this point. That's great. No it's better. No. Okay, so the Futtermans are essentially fine. They're banged up. Whatever. Yeah. Where is where are we going with that after this? Because we've got all this chaos happening with the gremlins. Is that when we get into the movie theater?
1: Uh so
0: because apparently that's Kate's third job. She has access to the boiler room of the movie theater.
1: Yeah, so like they um they're causing all kinds of chaos across the whole town. Um, and Billy's car dies again. That's, that's part of the plot of the, the car, um, to sporadically die on when convenient. <clears throat> and they're running around now. They're like, wait, there's no more Gremlins everywhere. Oh, the dawn's coming soon. They're probably hiding somewhere. So they're all hiding in the theater watching Snow White.
0: Yeah. And I was and con- seven dwarfs dwarves. I know it's, it's dwarfs on the, uh, the marquee. And I was like, it's supposed to be dwarves, but all right. I mean, you guys are in movies. I'm sure y'all know better. Oh, you know what? Maybe that was how it was originally done. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't like Snow White. I don't like dwarves.
1: Mm-hmm. Disney can't spell.
0: <laughs> That's true. So, I'm wondering, what is it about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves that they were attracted to? Is it because they're also short?
1: Uh, also, the singing. Because they, they, Mogwagwagis love to sing. Oh. So, they start off, hi-ho. Oh. Oh. Forgetting
0: about that one. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, we didn't talk about Mrs. Deagle.
1: Oh, you mean the, um... Uh, Potter replacement? The female <laughs> Potter? Bless Excuse you. me. Bless you. Yeah, um... She was essentially like... They even talk about It's a Wonderful Life in the movie, The Griblins. Mm-hmm. And she is essentially the Potter character where it's like this rich, old asshole person... Who does whatever the fuck she wants in this town. She's literally like, cuts in line. There's a huge line in the bank. Every time she shows the bank, she cuts in line man stuff and then talks about murdering Billy's dog slowly.
0: It's like she's the wicked. She's also it's a very like Wicked Witch of the West thing. Yes. It's whenever she shows up, you can just hear it in the background. Do, 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 Except I don't see her on a bicycle anytime. Yeah. Also, did you see her office hours? She's only open Monday through Friday, ten thirty a.m. to eleven fifteen a.m. I would like that work week. <laughs>
1: One so day. yeah, Yeah, one day. Exactly. But I'll yeah. just do
0: podcasting between those hours mm. just during the week, though. And then I'm off on the weekends. I'm going to make that happen.
1: But uh, apparently like, I saw some kind of like cut it scenes where um, the reason she's the witch widow is because her no dead husband apparently was like a stock trader who committed insider trading and died. So he's already an evil person. OK. That's why she got, I saw she got all this money in the first place.
0: Well, I mean, I've noticed that these movies are kind of, uh, of course, we have a moral to them, you know, uh, that Mr. Wing says at the end, which is, this is kind of like what people do to things of beauty.
1: Or just nature in general. Or nature in general. You can't handle nature.
0: Yeah, like, it's too much of a a responsibility, and you don't know how to deal with a mogwai. You know, and that's why he ends up taking Gizmo back at the end of the movie. But But, he he says
1: Billy. Someday soon for Billy, though. Because Billy knows things.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's all about the whole, like, because, I mean, Deagle's an evil land developer, and then Clamp's an evil land developer.
1: Yeah. You know? But Clamp's way more likable, though, in the sequel. He's still kind of an asshole. He, I mean, like, when he, he and
0: Marla he get is. together, it's like, you can, it's like, and they call it yuppie love at the very end. They
1: do, but he's more, like, of the stereotypical, like, 80s kind of, like, asshole. It's like, oh, he's you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross kind of shit where it's like, ah, oh, I must always do for the business and must do for the sales. But it's not, he's more just kind of like, I don't know. Dumb.
0: John Glover is the Walmart version of Willem Dafoe.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Tell me I'm wrong. Tell yeah. me there were, tell me you didn't think of Willem Dafoe.
1: Yeah, that's true. But anyway, we're, we're skipping over the whole, uh,
0: we're just like skipping over the end of the first movie and we're just like, Hey, let's talk about whatever we want in relation to gremlins. But no, I feel like the whole, like, land developer thing, though, mm-hmm. uh, just to wrap that part up, it's uh, it's a very pro-environmental stance, because... Well, it was also a
1: big 80s villain.
0: That's true. We loved evil land developers in exactly. the
1: 80s. Exactly. Goonies?
0: Yeah, there was a Freddy vs. Jason script that was scrapped that had an evil land developer in that, I think. Didn't Joe Dante help with Goonies? Yeah, I think he was involved in that. Yeah. Yeah, probably.
1: No, like he's kind of recycling his videos and stuff.
0: Eh. Maybe I don't care I'm And also Christopher Cena. Columbus
1: Wrote this movie too
0: That's weird You know But Chris Columbus was You know I mean he's a He's a good writer He's a good director I don't have a problem with him Yeah
1: I did enjoy He did his babysitting
0: mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire Meh. Yeah well That's eh, on the edge for me It's okay It's just a little strange I won't get into that Because it's not Gremlins Uh, So, but the land developer thing yeah we loved land developers as the villain but it's sort of um, nature coming back to tear down the things that those land developers wanted to build you know it's a it's like you try to build up your greed so much but then you have the uncontrollable laws of nature that you can't escape which in this case are gremlins they are literally literally like uh, the harshest part of nature
1: yeah, exactly. Did you also think that maybe they later became Dave Matthews Band fans? You know, paved paradise and put up a parking lot?
0: That would be weird. I'm just wondering if... I'm just picturing Gremlins singing well, like Crash a, like, and D. Yeah,
1: you know, like, like it's a Venn diagram of, like, Gremlins and Dave Matthews fans.
0: Well, how, we don't really know how long a Gremlin lives. I feel like Gizmo's been alive for a long-ass time. Oh, yeah. Like, Gizmo has probably passed down several generations in Mr. Wing's family. Mm-hmm. But as far as a gremlin goes, I wonder if that's why Gizmo never became a gremlin. Because, you know, maybe you only live for like a day and then you explode.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, he knew better. I was like, oh, ah. it's also like whenever like shit is going down, Gizmo's like, oh, I've seen this shit before. I got to hide. Like, fuck this. Fuck this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that there's got to be previous stories as far as like, you know, the like gremlins, it's not the first time that Gizmo has had to deal with gremlins. You know, he's probably popped off like a bunch of uh, other Mogwai that le- that later ended up turning into Gremlins. That's why he knows what's going on.
1: Yeah, always a Mohawk one too.
0: I know, right? I wonder, and they just call him like different things. You know, in the first one it's Stripe, but mm-hmm. in the second one it's Mohawk because it is noticeably a more Mohawk style, mm-hmm. and it does look slightly different to Stripe. It's still a black um, black Gremlin though, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, is it like a darker Gremlin?
0: Yeah, I thought it was cute. I love the little black furry Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I still prefer striped mohawk because mohawk it was try- it was like the the leader in gremlins too, but then just got usurped by the gremlin that drank the brain juice, and that was just like a worker ant gremlin because mm-hmm. it was just one of those very common brown gremlins.
1: Oh yeah, your everyday gremlin.
0: Yeah, everyday gremlin, just voiced by Tony Randall. <laughs> we want what you want, it's civilization. Oh, it's still great. Uh, do you have a favorite gremlin, or a favorite, or do you just prefer like Gizmo?
1: I mean, Gizmo is super cute, uh, but I, I really like the Brady Gremlin just because how he just talks and his character arc and everything like that. He's he's a fun Gremlin.
0: Yeah, and he he's already mastered, like, uh, the human trait of, of sociopathy. Yes. Because he just fucking shoots that poor Gremlin in the beanie. <laughs> like, doesn't even stop two seconds to think about it.
1: I mean, they shot Gremlins before uh, in the first oh, yeah. movie. Uh, when they're playing poker in the bar, Stripe notices one cheating and fucking just caps him. Yeah. As the, the uh, gremlin in drag is next to him.
0: Yeah, that was weird. I was like, because, I mean, we know they don't have female gremlins because they don't need female gremlins, which is interesting because this is one of those societies where it's like you would think, um, you know how we have a lot of, uh, like, we have, uh, for example, Futurama and we have the, the Snoo New Island. I don't know what that's called, but it's that uh, whole thing uh, of a society without men, right? Yes. Society without men also seen like in things like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but this is a society without women, And they don't need women to reproduce. That's kind of progressive. Also, like, a lot of dudes get sexually harassed by women in Gremlins too. Oh, they do. You know, because, I mean, we've got Marla, who is making moves on Billy, and, like, gropes his crotch in this PG-13 movie with her foot. And I'm like, whoa, I've got kids here. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, and then later on, we've got the gremlin that drank. What was it that the what, did? The gremlin just drink a bunch of estrogen. I, I don't think that. that's like, how that works.
1: Con- pure concentrated estrogen.
0: I, I have no idea, but turns into a lady gremlin, which the lady gremlin lady is like a lady of the
1: night gremlin.
0: No, why do you have to don't slut shame based on women's clothing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> this Nikki is a Minaj. safe space. <laughs> mm, yeah, Nicki Minaj gremlin, kind of. Yeah. They, they, they get their weaves at the same place. <laughs> but no, I love the um, I love the lady gremlin, but at the very end of the movie, she's the only gremlin that survives in part two. Why
1: is she? I remember that.
0: Oh yeah, because they electrocuted everybody down in the lobby, right? Oh yeah, because
1: they're, they're doing, they set off the sprinklers on them, and they, they released the electric gremlin out of the phone system, that that's how that works.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly 100%. how phone systems work. <laughs> So yeah, but you know, after everything's green goo down in the lobby, then um, Clamp, uh, Clamp's, uh, I guess his second in command, Forster. Mm, yes. You know, he calls down. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm stuck up here and on this floor, blah blah blah. And it's like, well, the elevators aren't working. It'll take us some time to get up there, you know. And he's stuck up there with the lady gremlin. So we could have a gremlins three, no problem. I'm not saying to do that, Hollywood. Don't take me literally, but I'm just saying that could potentially happen because there's still a gremlin out there.
1: You've put it out there in the world. Now it's going to happen.
0: Don't say that, please. <laughs> I'll allow Gremlins Three to happen when Dan Aykroyd finishes writing this. Finishes writing his Ghostbusters Three script.
1: People are sharing that on Facebook, like, "Oh, maybe it's going to happen this time."
0: Y'all shut up. This is like this is like Freddy vs. Jason development hell all over again. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the Lady Gremlin's up there and. Forrester's got kiss like got lipstick all over his, his face. And then you know, she shows up in a wedding dress because these gremlins and gremlins, too are also just cartoon characters and they can just pull things out of hyperspace for some reason. <laughs> I mean, they seriously are looney Tunes. And so she's wa- like she's got the, the the music in the background. Da, 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 da. And then he just kind of like is squeezed into a corner and looking at her as she approaches. And then he just shrugs and slides down the wall, and that's the end of the movie. So it's mm-hmm. like, he was coerced into sex. I mean, that was not consensual sex with a gremlin. And I mean, sometimes as women, we have to do that with guys. But it's, you know, we don't really get to see it the other way around, and that's something that does happen. So it's a very progressive movie. <laughs> this was only, like, Gremlins 2 was only 1990. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was like six years after the first movie.
0: Yeah. And it's funny, because I kind of... uh you know, did the Mandela effect where I thought it was this, and then, oh, I was wrong. I thought Gremlins 2 took place during New Year's Eve, because I was, you know, getting it confused with Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah. Since that takes place during New Year's Eve, no, Gremlins 2 takes place in, I don't know when the fuck it is, but there's the scene when they're in the lobby, and they're getting ready to leave the building, and they're doing the New York, New York, and it looks like it's, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: New Year's Eve. So... Yeah, I was totally wrong. I totally fucked that up.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it's because Tony Randall was singing, like, start Exactly. That's why.
0: I was like, I Tony Randall singing New York, New York, you automatically think it's New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're going to have to wrap up soon, but we need to cover the end of Gremlins instead of talking about Gremlins 2, which I would just love to continue to do. All right, but- so,
1: Gremlins 1, they're in a the theater, they set fire to the theater, and like they start they go they uh, release like the gas in the boiler room uh because uh what's her I can't remember her name again Kate Kate who has every job in the town uh knows exactly where the boiler room is releases it they escape cool guys look at explosions um, Stripe had gone uh, across the street for candy before this so he escaped in the, into the <laughs> um, sort the of department store
0: department yeah department
1: store it's, yeah and he's like fighting um, Billy with all kinds of things. He shoots him with the crossbow bolt. Uh, he's attacking him with a chainsaw. It's like getting all oh, this is real serious shit here.
0: I know he like Stripe's desperate, and the chainsaw thing was actually it was a legit homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that's cute. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point, uh, Stripe is. What does he sticks? To, he gets to the water fountain because it's yes. like, I got to make more of me. I mm-hmm. need an army. Mm-hmm. God, I cannot imagine how annoying I would be if I could do that. <laughs> I would just be like boiling like tiny little Sam's on my back like that. And they would just pop out. Be gross. Uh, I would scratch those scabs for a long time, though. And so he sticks his uh, finger in the water fountain and kind of like doesn't like pl- kind of plugs where the water's coming from.
1: No, he sticks his Is finger it? to start the process. Uh and then by by now it's already daylight outside. So uh Gizmo's been fucking joyriding a little my, a Barbie car this entire time. Oh yeah and then accidentally saves everybody by hitting by doing like doing a ramp off the shovel into the screens that are shovel light. Yeah, and pulls the lines. screens off so like now he's exposed to light. And that was a gruesome fucking death BG thirteen movie. The fucking like skeletal like puppet, like yeah.
0: What was even worse was like you saw him melt into the fountain, right? And yes. then as one last scare, the fucking skeleton f- just comes out of the fountain. Yes. And then the skeleton deflates.
1: Yes. What the fuck?
0: Are their bones hollow? Or are they part bird?
1: Well, I think it's just melting due to the sun.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Very vampire thing. Mm hmm. So that was the end of gremlins. I really just want to keep talking about gremlins too, but I think we kind of need another episode to do that with. Easily. Cause you know, I, I think I, I mean, I can't, it's like trying to choose who your favorite child is. I kind of like gremlins 2 a little bit more, but that's only because you're looking at a You know, you're looking at a movie that the pacing is just, it keeps going and going and going and going and going. And, going, and it doesn't feel too fast. And, but there are no, like, slow parts during Gremlins 2, really.
1: No, no. Gremlins 2 is just more of the fun of the first one, just more streamlined. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make it all... Of, what kind of gremlin do you want? Uh, made of bananas. I don't know. Fuck it. Let's make a gremlin made of bananas.
0: Exactly. And it's basically... It should be called Gremlins 2 Fuck the Fourth Wall. Yeah, exactly. This movie just, like... It, it fucks the fourth wall so bad... Because in in Clamp Cable News Network, which is, you know, this, like, Clamps, this weird combination of Trump and Ted Turner, which is terrifying to me. And there is a, they're filming, they're doing a movie review with Leonard Malton. Leonard Malton in Gremlins 2, he is reviewing the home video release for Gremlins! I nearly lost my shit, because I forgot about that scene.
1: What are we watching now? Now? Now?
0: (laughs) But yeah. See, it's like, that movie is so fun, and it just, you know, they just decided, we're just going to make a movie that we enjoy, and, eh.
1: So it sounds like you found your favorite child.
0: Yeah, sorry, Gremlins 2 is my if favorite If parents child. were honest,
1: they, they all have favorite children.
0: Are you your parents' favorite child? Uh, it's okay, you can be honest on the podcast. We won't tell Tori or
1: Travis. Yeah, no. Uh, maybe, who knows?
0: <laughs> Charlie's the favorite. Charlie being their cat. Yes. Now, so one final question to wrap up, because obviously we both recommend the movie. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to think about that. Oh, exactly. Uh, what kind of gremlin would you be if you could be any kind of gremlin?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I'd probably try and stay in Mogwai status. And not you
0: would make an adorable Mogwai.
1: Some giant-ass Mogwai. <laughs> Maybe Bigfoot's a Mogwai. I'm
0: just picturing that now. And yeah, Bigfoot might just be a giant Mogwai. Well, we've never seen... have we seen him get wet or in a lake or something? No. Oh, God, guys. That would be weird. So you would just stay... Like, you wouldn't have any... You wouldn't want to be a Gremlin so you could have special abilities like in in Gremlins 2 when you've got all the different varieties or... Because it's like being a superhero.
1: I don't want to be Crazy Eyes or Hillbilly or Electricity or... Uh, flat faced, or it's like, like every gremlin is like, oh it's like they, they gave the puppet department like an extra ten thousand dollars. It's like fuck it, make it what you want. All right, fucking flat faced gremlin. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you were a superhero, what kind of superhero would you be? Like, what kind of power would you have? Because oh. I mean, you can basically transpose that onto a gremlin.
1: Uh, I've had. Except, super- I don't know who <laughs> wants
0: to be vegetables.
1: <laughs> the vegans do.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> that makes perfect sense.
1: But uh, I've had a superhero arc t- talk before. I'd be Dr. Manhattan. It's like, fuck it, I'm leaving.
0: You'd be a giant blue gremlin?
1: Yes. That's weird.
0: But would you have a dick? Because as a gremlin, you don't be sexually reproduce. You asexually reproduce.
1: But it's not Dr. Manhattan with a big swinging dick everywhere.
0: <laughs> what, is a, what do you think a gremlin dick would look like, though? Is it just like a... Would it look like a human dick? Maybe it looked like a like a mace, like spiky, but no.
1: It's it's probably be like it's probably
0: not like a corkscrew. You, you
1: know, no, it's not a duck. Uh, you know those um those little uh toy snakes that flex as a ki- those little to- kids' toy fl- snakes because they're all like flexy, weird, and bendy.
0: That seems strange. I uh, see. I'm trying to reconcile that because clearly, you know. Okay, looking at, looking at a gremlin from the waist down, because you do get to see them from the waist down, yeah. they look like battle toads, and yes. they reproduce, and, you know, they have the, the gremlins on their backs when they get wet, and, like, you know, carrying tadpoles, so I think frog, and then I'm trying to think frog with a snake penis, and it just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my brain to go there, and it won't.
1: What a weird gremlin to be.
0: What are you talking about? I oh, know,
1: you just said, what a gremlin do you want to be, and you just went off on me. So I'm like, What do you want to be?
0: Oh I, Oh you didn't Okay never mind Um, That's a great question If I could be Oh dude I would be Carrie Gremlin Gremlin with telepathic powers <laughs> I'd be the queen of gremlins in no time We're the king King of gremlins in no time There are there no you. ladies So Yeah Probably tel- a telepathy gremlin Hmm Yeah Telepathy gremlin would be my favorite
1: is that like a new prog rock band, King of Gremlins? There's already a band, um, called, there's already a band called Mogwai.
0: That's true. Let me see. I'm going to Google King of Gremlins real quick. Keep oh. talking.
1: Really? You're going to Google, like, see if you can take somebody else's band name?
0: I'm not going to take it. I just want to see if it exists.
1: I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if this Mogwai exists, so of course. I don't care. I'm Gremlins. not interested
0: in Mogwais. What?
1: Oh, fine. I have uh, a bad
0: boy fetish, okay? <laughs> I want to know... If... A
1: leather jacket gremlin. <laughs> With Captain Motorcycle Gremlin.
0: <laughs> With like a big pompadour. <laughs> Johnny Bravo gremlin.
1: Johnny Bravo gremlin. Oh, <laughs>
0: King of gremlins. Let's see. Is there anything like that? No, it just gives me facts about gremlins. Oh, good. Thanks. That was very helpful, uh, Google. Uh, not at all. Ah. Oh. The Gremlins 3 script is finished, and this reboot will be as twisted and dark as anything. When was that posted? I don't want to know.
1: It was was posted 20 minutes ago after you put it out there.
0: Can I just not have my Gremlins movies be, they have to be all dark and serious because it's not Gremlins?
1: Is DC doing Gremlins? Ugh. (laughs) Make it all dark and serious. Oh, God. And murderverse.
0: (laughs) I know. Like, at some point, Billy's going to be like, fuck Gizmo. (laughs) Also, I really appreciate that in, in both Gremlins movies we got the whole Gizmo Kaka line. Oh yeah. Like exactly. Gizmo is shit. Love that. Alright, so you would just be a Dr. Manhattan Gremlin with yes. a snake dick. Or it, you'd be a Dr. Manhattan Mogwai, Dr. Mogwatton?
1: Doctor Mogwatton.
0: I don't know. With a with a snake dick. Yes. Living on Mars.
1: Eh, Venus. Make it different. Is there
0: water on Mars? Um uh, yes. Kind of. I found ice. Not, sort of. not much. Well, ice yeah. won't hurt you because we saw stripe and, and snow and Oh, everything. that's right, that yeah. Fine. So he's fine, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Mars would be a good place for, for a Mogwai. Right. Yeah, yeah, you'd be okay there. And they don't have a concept of time. So you could pretty much eat whenever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, but you're closer to the sun, I think. Or, yeah. no, you're further away further from the sun. Further from the sun. But the sun's still there. Exactly. I don't know geography. I don't know where the planets Space are. Space geography. It's been a long time. It's been elementary school. Uh, And I would be a telepathy gremlin because I just want to be Carrie. And uh, that's... Go to
1: gremlin prom.
0: (laughs) Wasn't that basically what was happening, though, at the end of Gremlins 2? It was gremlin prom just about. Yeah.
1: There's no pig blood everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um, But I definitely want to know, if anybody is listening to this episode, what kind of gremlin you would be and why. Because I... You know, I was thinking, oh, you know, telepathy gremlin. That's a great idea. And then fucking Chris is like, I'd stay in Mogwai and be Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) So I'm sure you guys have some great ideas out there. Please hit us up on the social medias. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Just search for Shibijibis and you'll find us. And you can always just drop us a regular old email. Uh, Email address once again is shibijibis at outlook.com. But until next time, stay creepy.